Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 118. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews, all the way from the heartland of the USA. How you doing, Grace? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. You know, it's kind of cooled down, and it, it it the energy just seems to be low this time of year as we start to get into fall. So, yeah. I don't know. Kind of sad that summer's almost over, I guess. It is sad. It is. Do you like that low energy time, or do you no. not like it? No. I don't like it either. Yeah. I don't, yeah. So, crazy I like world. it when things are moving. Yeah. A crazy world we're living in right now, huh? Yeah, and it's time to look at some common sense. Yeah. If, if that, is that obsolete? I, I guess Common so. sense? I don't know. I, I don't know. But you know this Russian election interference. <laughs> you know, you got to somehow take a step backwards and wonder, what the hell? Yep. So I, I have a few questions. When did the alleged crime take place? And I'm speaking of Russian election interference. If everybody agrees it took place, under whose or when did it happen? 2016. Right. Now Trump was not president in 2016. Correct. Who was president? Obama. All right. What was he doing? Twiddling his thumbs? Smoking a dube? What was he doing? Russian collusion. That's what he was doing. <laughs> not, not, you know, not trying to keep the Russians from interfering in our election, for sure. Yeah, well. Okay. Who was the FBI director? James Comey. Right. Okay. He clearly wasn't doing his job. And yet, when President Trump, okay, when he fired Comey, Right. You know, it was like the end all. He was, you know, you know, the the left kept badgering him over it. I mean, they're still badgering him over it, really. Right. You know, they called it obstruction of justice. In fact, I guess that's part two of the Mueller investigation. Yeah. Part one was Russian collusion. Now they go, well, maybe we're looking at obstruction of justice. So Comey, under Comey's watch, this election fraud took place by the Russians. Alleged, yeah. Allegedly, okay. And he should have kept his job? It doesn't make sense. No, no, of course not. Okay, it gets better. Who was the CIA director? John Brennan. He's out there screaming and yelling that that Trump is treasonous. (laughs) He's on all the channels, you know, acting like a crazy man. And of course, eventually, President Trump took away his security clearance. Right. Everybody's screaming and yelling about that. Clearly, he was CIA director and didn't do a damn thing about the Russians interfering in our elections. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Who was the NSA director? The other guy that's on all the channels. James Clapper. Now, James Clapper has not gone quite as far as John Brennan. In fact, he said John Brennan had gone too far, but I think he just didn't want his security clearance taken away. <laughs> yeah, could be. Okay. 
who was the assistant DOJ? Sally Yates. She actually signed off on some of these FISA paperwork. Right. Okay. Trump fired her. She clearly had not done her job. Who was the DOJ? Loretta Lynch. She's pretty much stayed out of it. Yeah. She can see what's going on. She's the only smart one in the whole damn group. Well, she she's also another one in in the email scandal, right? Well, she is. She's still part of that scandal. And she met, of course, with Clinton on the tarmac, the great tarmac meeting. But as far as this special counsel with Mueller, she has stayed away from that. And I'm sure there's a reason why she stayed away. Okay. Who was the highest-ranking non-appointed DOJ officer? Bruce Orr. Bruce Orr was the go-to um, by Christopher Steele. Steele, yeah. Concerning the dossier. Yeah. Bruce Orr's wife even worked for Fusion DPS. And the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Clintons were paying the bills, so you got a point. Okay, so... What does every man in a bad relationship learn? Well, if you're being accused of it, you're likely you're the one that's uh, doing it. Exactly. I mean, that's like relationship one on one, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So if you're if you're getting called a cheater, chances are she might so, be the one cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guys do the same thing too. You know, it's it goes both ways. Oh yeah. Ways, oh, sure. absolutely, absolutely. You know? Oh, so, guaranteed. You know. And, and you, when you know that you're innocent, you're really the only person that knows it. I mean, truthfully. When someone's accusing you of something you know you didn't do, the very first thing you might need to think about is that they're doing it. Right. Okay? I think that's kind of where Trump's been. He knows he didn't do this. He's done other stuff, you know, I'm sure. Okay? Uh, whether it rises to the level of criminality, I, you know, I don't know. I usually he he makes dumbass mistakes, right? You know, like some of his attorneys. But, yeah. <laughs> I'd say. But the fact of the matter is, everything basically they've accused Trump of doing, they did, and it was even on their watch. And us idiots out here, we keep letting them project onto Trump as if he were president during that time. True. And he wasn't. Yeah. I think I mean, there's enough evidence for a counter case here. Yeah, but who's going to do it? What if they got on um, Jeff Sessions? I don't know. You got a pretty much clean DOJ. house. You're pretty, yeah, I mean. Yeah, anybody at the top is good. The, the heads need to roll. The trouble is, the minute that Trump does that, gosh, the deep state... Yeah. Uh, Republicans might even try to impeach him. Yeah, so exactly. So basically, at the very least, before he does what he really needs to do, he's got to get through midterms, possibly through the election part of the 2020 campaign. Right. That's a tough, because tough job, Because this man. is just so deep. It's just so deep that it's, it's becoming mind-boggling. All these players... Somebody needs to sit around and create a flowchart now. Yeah. Because there's so many people. I mean, I mentioned those. I could go on and on and on. Yeah. And so you need to kind of set up a bracket. So-and-so reported to so-and-so, you know. Oh, I'm Uh, sure there is. I'm sure there is. I mean, uh, there's 
a lot of people out there that have done the research, but they've been shut down off of YouTube or, uh, you know, been labeled racist or whatever, depending on what they were looking into. Well, so, they're getting threatened, too. Yeah, exactly. Never mind. Certain people yeah. are ending up dead. Yeah, um, that too. This is crazy. I mean, you talk about... I don't know that we've seen a movie or anyone has imagined anything as horrific as what is actually taking place right now in American politics. Yeah, it's it's really ugly. You know, you know I'm thinking about Wag the Dog. I'm thinking about, you know, that kind of comedy, Dave. I'm thinking about different movies based on the presidency. And it's nothing like this. No, no. I mean, whoever gets a handle on this in years to come and creates it, it'll have to be one of those long miniseries. Yeah. Because it's it's just too much, too complicated, and too deep. I think this statement sums it up. You can't make that up. No, you can't make that shit up. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so Bruce Orr, okay, he is currently testifying behind closed doors to a congressional committee. No. I thought I said yesterday to the hammer, I said he will plead the fifth. Thank goodness I was wrong. He is talking. That's all we know. Hmm. The word coming out of the room is he is testifying. They said he does have a bad memory. Oh, great. (laughs) That helps things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we could have... Okay. But yesterday, on the eve of this, of him testifying, some emails broke. Um, Sarah Carter, she is an investigative journalist that works for several news sources. I, I believe she's freelance. She has been totally reliable she's great at her job we could do a whole show on her i really like her but anyway she got these emails okay in these emails you can tell that bruce orr and christopher Steele from fusion gps is they are nervous they are nervous about the testimonies they are nervous when comey got fired they have been nervous a lot about being exposed for the dossier, the FISA warrants. Now, one of the words, or one of the notes coming out of this closed-door meeting today with Bruce Orr is that the FBI, the DOJ, knew that the dossier was kind of dirty, meaning Christopher Steele hated Donald Trump. Hillary was paying for it. And it really, none of it had been verified, okay? So the higher-ups knew that. They didn't tell the FISA judges, though. He admitted that. Wow. So... This is worse than any Russian collusion. Absolutely. Absolutely. It it makes it small, pale in comparison, you know? It's uh, way worse than Watergate. Well, yeah, at least in Watergate... You knew that all this bad stuff had went on, and you had the congressional hearings and that went on and on and on and on a whole summer. But you didn't have people appearing on TV making statements that weren't true. They just didn't appear. Right. Okay? Yeah. So you, you've got these people saying stuff. One of them is Lanny Davis. Just to catch everybody up, Lanny Davis has been a longtime friend, attorney of the Clintons. He is especially fond of Hillary. He would do anything for Hillary, I believe. I believe he would admit he would do anything for Hillary. 
He adores her. So Lanny Davis has been a longtime part of the Clintons. Okay. He's been their attorney. He, like I said, he adores Hillary. Now, when Michael Cohen came forward and said he was going to make a deal, meaning he was going to toast the president. Right. To save his own Badinsky, because he's done a lot of things, which would include tax evasion, something to do with these taxi cab medallions. He cheated on a bank loan. (laughs) I'm really surprised that it's even breaking the law, but nevertheless. And who knows what else they haven't found yet, because he's ready to talk. The interesting thing about it was he was Donald Trump's attorney, not the attorney, but one of Donald Trump's attorneys. Donald Trump's had plenty of attorneys. He basically took care of nuisances, I believe. Okay? Okay. Not not big business stuff. He probably couldn't tell the truth if he had to. He's the attorney that supposedly made the deal to pay off Stormy Daniels and the McDougal Playboy. Hmm. Playboy Bunny. Okay? Okay. So anyway, it is hard for me to believe that an attorney would do that to his client, but that's another story for another day. Yeah, definitely. Nevertheless, when he agreed he was going to work with the Mueller investigation, the Clintons probably made a deal with Lanny Davis, and so Lanny Davis is representing Michael Cohen. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now, Michael... Is, is shady. I, I mean, you know, he cheats on everything. He lies on everything. A lot of us kind of could see that. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to sell out your client and you're an attorney, what kind of jerk are you? Yeah, he's a snake, definitely. He's okay. he's the kind of lawyer that gives lawyers a bad name. But the Clintons, especially Hillary, are so desperate to nail Trump. You know, I, I mean, they want, a, they want an annulment. Wow. Of the presidential election, you know, just like you're, you know, oh, we got married one night, we shouldn't have done it, we were drunk. She yeah. wants that to happen to Trump's election. Oh, yeah, okay. of course. So, I digress. Anyway, Lanny Davis gets on all the TV stations and says, oh, Trump knew about the meeting in Trump Tower. Uh, you know, it's a for sure deal. Last week, he's all over CNN, MSNBC, the newspapers, you know, telling this story. Right. Yeah, it's for sure. Well, he's having to back off of that this week. Well, maybe, maybe not. Well, also, he was asked last week while he was out making these statements about the Trump Tower meeting, he was asked if he was the consultant used by CNN and the Washington Post for the story about the Trump meeting. I mean, they acted like it was kind of like a documentary or something. I didn't see it. Right. Yeah, I didn't either. And he said, oh, no, I, that wasn't me. That must have been someone else. Well, guess what? He yeah. lied. <laughs> wow. He had to come forward oh. and say, well, I should have worded that differently. That wasn't exactly true. So now what it really looks like is the Clintons have put Lanny Davis on his face, and he has egg on his face, maybe scrambled eggs. Wow. You know, Michael Cohen probably doesn't have anything, but I do think things are happening about that Trump meeting. I don't think they can get the president. I fear they're getting his kids. 
his yeah. kids, his sons have disappeared from the public eye over the last two weeks. Well, I know. I remember last week we reported that two people possibly going down. Right, right. Well, two I know. Officers. I know that uh, Trump uh, Jr. was in the Yukon fishing up here hiding in Canada. I guess hiding. I don't know. You know, there's probably a. Uh, one person for every hundred square miles up there so yeah i, I guess hiding <laughs> oftentimes when we joke about going into hiding we mention the yukon huh there you go i know it's the yukon and hiding yeah that's kind of something people around here say no it's way too damn cold for me to hide there screw that I'm heading for Mexico. <laughs> well, I don't think Kimberly went with him because she's been seen a lot. No. So that's interesting. No. This looked like a, a uh, all-guys kind of fishing trip, one of those. Oh, yeah. All the guys that might be, Mueller might be looking yeah, for. could be. Could <laughs> be. They're in the Yukon. <laughs> well, I think regardless, I think it's Patty. I mean, if they take the two kids down, I think it's Patty and it's, it's nothing but trying to get Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the whole thing sounds like a setup at this point. You can't trust anybody that's involved in this, especially the top dogs, you know, like you mentioned today. All those guys are, are just really, really trashy, slimy people that should be ousted from all of their positions. But how These can you do that? People right? were so shattered when she lost. Oh, they're, I mean, they'll you know, do you anything. You got to think of the pl- the faces on people when she lost. I mean, you're always sad that your candidate lost. You know, you might even cry. Yeah. But these people were devastated. I mean, I can still see in my mind's eye pictures of of some of these people just heaving. I mean, and 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 falling to the floor. Yeah. I, I mean. Know. They were just devastated. And two years later, they're not over it. No, no, that's because that was just the birth of Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, it, it's gotten worse. Oh, yeah, it, it, it is worse. Trust me, this last week, the people with TDS on my Facebook feed are driving me crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but they, they, I, they're, I they're not interested in any facts, though. You know, I, I noticed that. Yeah. They're, they're interested no. in the hype, not the facts. No, and, and they are okay with the economy tanking and affecting everybody just to take his ass down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I don't and know. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, uh, consumer confidence pops in August to the highest level since October 2000. Yeah, go figure. I mean, the numbers just go over and over again. That That's just a tweet out an hour ago. Yeah. by the president. Uh, those numbers, I'm sure, will be flashed before us in a couple of days. I mean, yeah. they are saying that this third quarter, we might hit 4.6% growth. Wow. Cool. I don't think we've ever had that kind of growth. Wow. They just reached a deal with Mexico that he is being praised for. Uh, that's what we hear here in Canada, but we've lost all hopes in our drama teacher. I think we should have sent in the gym teacher maybe to make the deal. I don't, you know, when you think of it, it just, it, it's, we have a drama teacher running Canada. Can we expect him to make a deal with Trump? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, he was very cordial yesterday. That's the reports coming out of the White House. When they spoke, he's always cordial. Yeah, well... He's very polite, except to the old lady. Big deal. Yeah, exactly. He's he's 
trying to make up for maybe uh, freaking out at the old lady in Quebec last weekend. So I don't know. No. Well, we we've had some uh, a little bit of a shakeup. I mean the the opposition is basically the progressive conservatives and one of their lead kind of members uh, he probably should have been the leader because i think he had enough votes in in the in their leadership campaign but he uh, he's decided to split and he's going to be forming his own right wing party but wow. yeah it everybody was freaking out oh great now they're going to split the progressive conservatives and nobody's going to beat trudeau in the next election so there was kind of a little freak out there but so far his party is a party of one so i don't know <laughs> you know it's not gonna have a whole lot of impact <laughs> yeah i don't think it's gonna have a lot of impact i mean his his i don't know what he was thinking i mean yeah you're gonna have disagreements within the party but to step away from the party and go to form a brand new right-wing party in these days and times that's just not gonna fly not gonna fly the people that want trudeau out are going to be voting progressive conservative because that's the only way that we're going to get Trudeau out of the the uh, being prime minister. Well, refresh our memory. When do they vote again soon? Correct. Uh, no, next year. Next oh, year okay. is the election. Okay. So we've okay. we've got you know uh, we're probably a year away from from the campaigns officially starting. But like you and I know, the campaign started a long time ago. The secret campaigns. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So you know, what I notice about all the friends on Facebook and stuff is that just I think we've all given up and we're just waiting for that next election now because we realize things aren't going to get better. You know, so uh, yeah, it's sad. I, I think the bigger fear, I guess, is how bad will it get before then. Well, yeah. I mean, with the trade war going on, that can make things go bad. In a real quick hurry. Oh yeah, and things are going bad in a real hurry. <laughs> I mean, we've sure. got we've got illegal immigrants that uh, are plugging our entire immigration system. It's uh, I'm not sure <laughs> where you even begin to fix things. Tell you the truth, they're so badly broken. So it's it's going to be a long uphill battle for Canada. Yeah, it's happened really fast. A lot of us, yeah. Canada and the United States. Yeah. I mean, just since we've been doing this show, uh, Canada has really been kicked under Trudeau. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what do you expect? The, the, the immigrants, the refugees, the tariffs, and then some of the other improprieties that were found. I mean, um, when it's all... It's been a, a big year. When you look at all reality, we got a drama teacher running the country. Can we expect anything else? Yeah. Think you summed it up. So yeah, I, I don't know. I've I, I guess I've seemed to have lost hope that things are going to get any better before they get any worse. So you just, sound like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, after a while, you just realize that it's not going to get any better under him. So you know, you just start looking forward to the next election a little bit more. I guess. So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, um, the right person wins. Yes. Yes, and, the, and hopefully they don't squabble about things like the flags at half-mast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there well, is no doubt about it. John McCain and President Trump did not go on. No. Now, John McCain was a hero. I, I, I just 
don't think you can argue. Um, his time as a POW made him a hero. Right. As a senator, he's not. He wasn't my favorite. Right. And they talk about him being a maverick. Yeah, right? I don't see that because either. Because he supposedly bucked the system. Well, to me, he was the system. <laughs> yeah. He was part of the deep state. Oh, a for big sure. part. You know, when he voted no to rescind Obamacare. Right. And he um, was responsible for people like me paying two or three times what we should be for insurance and don't even throw the the deductible issue in there it's amazing how many enemies he made yeah i know there was a picture on instagram of him giving his daughter a kiss on the cheek at her wedding last november which would have been just a few months after he was diagnosed with brain cancer right and the comments that were made on there were unbelievably negative oh my i mean people were saying things like if that was trump kissing his daughter on the cheek what would people be saying and you know what there's some truth to that yeah i have seen those posts actually (laughs) about exactly you know and the healthcare issue and you know him voting across the aisle his temper you know they were ruthless and most of the comments were negative At the same time, I saw channels like Fox News running nonstop John McCain. Right. You know, in remembrance of him. And I kept thinking, boy, if you guys get on the social media, I think you got this wrong. Yeah. Okay. It's it's sad, and I certainly don't want to bash someone this debt because that's not fair because they can't defend themselves. Right. But some of these people that are praising him bashed him. You know, CNN never said a nice word about him until he went up against Trump. Right. Okay, they, they called him a racist. When he was running against Obama, he couldn't even get airtime on any of the networks. Yeah, and now they're praising him with a special. Yeah, I mean, and it's going to be like that all week. <laughs> I mean, it, it really is. And so you, you have to ask, can they do that? And as a consumer, a viewer, are we just going to accept that? That they can, you know, in one sense, call him a racist, thug, Republican, you know, God only knows what, and then turn around and call him a hero when he's dead because he goes up against the president of the United States that they hate. Well, I have a solution for that. Drop CNN as a channel. Yeah. Can you agree? I agree. I certainly agree with that. (laughs) Good. And uh, we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices.